0: All right, Governor, thank you so much for taking the time with us today, we appreciate it. Take me behind the scenes um, in your day-to-day briefings. Early on, uh, it appeared the consensus was massive shutdowns were needed to slow the spread, but now the state's opening fairly quickly. Phases are only a few days apart, as opposed to monitoring to see what happens over the course of maybe a week or two. What changed, if anything, with your mindset, and are there any concerns internally that we're moving too quickly?
1: Well, you know, there's a risk uh, as we open back up, but there's also a risk if we don't open back up. And we do layer these to some extent, but it's important with record high unemployment uh, that we have. We have not had unemployment like this since the Great Depression, apparently, uh, for us to try to get back and get moving with our economy. But we have to do this in a careful way. Uh, So what we did is... Every business is opening. every business sector, every profession that's opening. Uh, We had a a working group to come up with the best practices for them to use. For example, hair. I need a haircut, as you can as you can tell. Um, We put barbers, we put people who run hair salons, put them in a group along with health people and said, hey, come up with the best practices, come up with the best way to, to do this and they came up with those practices so when you get your haircut, cutter you go to a restaurant you go to a bar you go to, to a grocery store they're following today the best practices that we can come up with uh, they're also uh, employees wearing a mask which is that added protection for you uh, the customer or for me the customer who who goes in there so we're doing it very very carefully but we also know it's a risk and as we open back up, we're telling Ohioans, look, just be very, very careful. This virus is still very, very much out there.
0: President Trump has said uh, on Thursday that he does not want to shut the country down again if another wave hits. Will you shut down Ohio again if there is?
1: Well, we don't want to get there. Uh, and this is the last thing that we want to do. We want to move Ohio forward Uh look we're going to do what we have to do to protect ohioans but ohioans have done a phenomenal job for over 2 months of keeping the, keeping the distance and staying home uh, except when they had to go out we just ask people to, to remain very 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 careful so that this virus does not spread more i mean it's it's still there it spreads from people to people the best protection is distance and the second best protection layered on that is to is to wear a mask when you're out in public those two things if we do those and if we all do those consistently we're not going to have a spike back up Uh, you know it's going to spread some but it's not going to spread that's going to be totally you know totally out of control
0: you mentioned the masks why did you change your position on mandatory masks
1: you know our business groups that looked at this came back and said everybody who is an employee, unless there's some reason they can't do it, should wear a mask. That's an of protection. Um, they also s- s- said that we should have people who are customers who go out into a store should wear a mask. Uh, it became clear to me after we said that we were doing that, uh, that Ohioans just didn't want to be told to do that, uh, that this was just too far, too much, one order, too many. And I get it. I, I understand that. And so we listened to them, but we encouraged them to do that. Uh, And I think more and more every week, more and more Ohioans are doing this because they understand that it's not just to protect them. It's mostly to protect someone else. And when you wear that mask, you're saying to the, you know, the young man, maybe who's stocking the shelves at your grocery store or the woman, the man who's checking you out. You're saying to them, hey, I want to try to protect you as well. And so. Uh, we're not mandating it, but we sure are suggesting it and just asking people if they can do that unless they have some physical reason they can't do it, we're asking them to do that. And that's what Fran and I do. When, when, if we go out, we don't go out that much, but we go out, uh, You know, we, we wear, wear that mask.
0: Many parents have asked us, when will schools have the green light to reopen? Are you concerned that some Ohio schools won't have time to develop a successful plan uh, to reopen, and will the state offer any assistance?
1: Well, the State Department of Education has a working group. They've issued some guidelines already, kind of a working document. But I know that every superintendent I talk to is very much involved in planning to open back up in August, uh, you know, when they go back to school normally. But they're looking at how do we have social distancing? How do we add extra protection for the young young people who come in there? But it's not just the young people. It's extra protection for the staff, for the teachers, for the uh, pe- custodian, the bus drivers, the people who work uh, in the cafeteria. How do we protect them as well? So, uh, you know, I know people would like a, a green light and just say, hey, we're going to move forward. But we don't know where we're going to be in august we don't know what the situation is going to be our plan is to open up our plan uh, is to have school back in session in august but we don't know exactly where this virus is is going to be and again what we do all of us uh, 11.7 million ohioans what we do in the next several months is going to determine what kind of shape we're in as far as being able to open open up schools uh in in the fall
0: how do you social distance on a bus?
1: Tough, very, very tough. I mean, look, these are, these are difficult challenges. I mean, no one said this is easy at all. And we are literally all of us, you know, there's no playbook for this. So we're, we're trying to figure these things out as we go. We are now at a stage where Ohioans have done a great job. We've, we've kept the curve from going up dramatically. Uh, we've kind of flattened out that, uh, plateaued out. But we've got to learn to live with this virus and we're going to be living with this virus, barring some miracle. And we all pray for a miracle. But barring a miracle, we're going to be living with this virus until there's a vaccine, until that vaccine has been distributed enough uh, so that we can then go about our business the way we want to. Um, It won't last forever, but it's going to last for a while. And, and we've, we've got to deal with it. We've got to deal with it so that we can open the economy, we get people back to work, but we've got to do it as safely as, as we can.
0: Some viewers have reached out to us, uh, confused a little bit over the order yesterday, talking about a 300-person limit at banquet halls and wedding venues, yet it's still no mass gatherings, over 10 everywhere else. What's the difference there, and when might you lift that 10-person mass gathering limit so that senior centers and other activities can open?
1: Well, it's all about distance and it's all about keeping people apart. Um, you know, I'll explain the, uh, that order in regard to banquets. Uh, you know, banquet people pointed out, I think correctly, uh, look, we can, we can run this the same way a restaurant does. Some restaurants, they're large restaurants, have a lot of people in there. And they have, they're required to space that. What the banquet people said is, we have a banquet hall. We can do the identical thing. Um, And so the rationale was that this if they are operating as a restaurant under all the conditions that restaurants must operate under today, which is a lot of conditions, that there is no more danger in that group than there would be if that group had rented out a restaurant and the same people were over in a restaurant. So so that's what the rationale was. These are not easy decisions. You try to be. Try to figure out something that is fair. But you also try to figure out, you know, how do we keep people from gathering together? And we know government can't keep people from doing what they want to do. But on the other hand, we don't want to create the situations that are more dangerous. For example, bars, Um, you know, walk in bars a lot of times. And, you know, people are congregated very close together. And we said, look, that's not going to work so what the bars are required to do is seat people that may not be the culture of certain bars but you know they're simply going to have to do that to keep people apart so you have people at a table uh, and then you have a distance between that table and and the next table and so the world looks a little different uh and it's going to look different until we get through with this with this virus
0: the ohio state fair has canceled the trumbull county fair has canceled a lot of folks now want to know will there be a canfield fair governor
1: well everybody loves the canfield fair Uh, it's a wonderful wonderful fair Uh, i had a discussion with some board members the other day on the phone about it and look i don't think we know where we're going to be Uh, fairs present a unique challenge you know, the Canfield Fair, for example, has got great food, it's got uh, a whole bunch of people, it's got usually shows going on. So you try to figure out, okay, well, how much of this can, can actually exist? And one of the things that you want to, to exist, at least I want to exist, is the Junior Fair, where young people raise, raise livestock, or they have a photography project, or a sewing project, or a chemistry pro all kinds of different projects. Uh, that is a great thing, and it's something that is really the essence of our county fairs around the state. So trying to figure out how we preserve that, at the same time we do it in a safe way, so you don't have all these people from from different, different areas uh, coming out of different communities in a county, all all together and intermingling and spreading that virus I mean what we have to remember is that virus is still here it's not gone away uh, it's not going away for a while uh, the more we learn about it, the more we learn that the main method of sh- transmission is you to me back 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 and forth uh, and that's how and so when people are close together it spreads and that's that's the that's the real f- fear i mean we have examples from uh back in 1918 of parades that were held and massive spreads because of those parades we have other mass gatherings uh that that we have seen around the world during this particular pandemic that have led to you know multiple multiple infections so it's still here we gotta live with it we gotta live with it carefully
0: A lot of people also want to know when they might be able to visit their loved ones in a nursing home.
1: You know, the most, I think, gut-wrenching thing uh, is people who can't be visited in a nursing home. And that decision was made based on medical advice early on to try to cut down on the COVID-19 getting into nursing homes. Um, so I don't know. We're looking at that. We're trying to get the best advice because we know that this is tough for people. You know, this is tough for someone who has a loved one who has Alzheimer's, who may not understand, you know, why they can't see their loved one. Uh, so these are just tragic, tragic cases. We're, we're, we're able now, uh, beginning next week, to get much more aggressive about the deaths in our nursing homes. Over 50% of the deaths in Ohio uh, come in nursing homes. And that's not because nursing homes aren't necessarily doing a good job. It's just the nature of those nursing homes. A lot of people together, people who have medical problems, people who are older. Uh, Next week, we're going to start the Ohio National Guard. It's going to go out and we're going to get assistance from hospitals as well and really start testing people in nursing homes, focusing particularly on those nursing homes where there's been, where we know there's been COVID-19 and focusing particularly on the staff uh, and trying to do everything we can to make sure that we don't have staff who are coming in from the outside, of course, because they live outside and bringing that into the nursing home. So we're gonna be much more aggressive next week because we now have a lot more testing and as we get more testing, we're gonna really push that out and we're gonna try to make our nursing homes, you know, a lot safer than they are today.
0: Governor, my last question, I want to just simply end with something as simple as how are you? Other than a haircut, you look like you're doing pretty well. How are you holding up through this very trying couple of months?
1: Oh, I'm doing well. look, the people who uh, are really the heroes in this and who are really in it every day are our first responders. Uh, it's our nurses, it's our doctors. it's our people who work in nursing homes and people who work in our prisons. You know, they're they're the ones who, are under not just the physical threat, but they're under great stress. Uh, and so those are the people that we pray for. And those are the people that we, we, we worry about, but, uh, Fran and I are, Fran and I are doing fine. Uh, you know, we can't visit our, our kids or get as close to our grandkids as we would like. We're going to have, go over to a daughter's house tonight and, uh, and bring in, bring in pizza. And we're going to, we hope if the weather's good enough and doesn't rain, we're going to sit in the backyard, we'll have our mask on and we'll be a good distance away from them. And it's just keeping that distance. Uh, but that's, that's tough for families. Um, you know, Fran, and I have 24 grandkids and eight children and, uh, you know, not being able to really see them, uh, is it just, a. it's not good, but We'll get we'll get through this. This is not going to last forever. And Ohioans have done a a great job. And I think we can really focus on getting the economy going, getting jobs back and at the same time, staying safe.
0: Perfect way to end it. Thank you, Governor. We appreciate your time and we appreciate the briefings you give to the media each and every day.
1: Thank you very much. Good to be with you.